Welcome to the CEO Society Podcast, the podcast that provides answers to frequently asked business questions. This is a podcast to learn the how-to of business directly from its founders. This show is for you and with you. Our host, Andrea, will have a variety of unique guests who share their stories on their approach to business launch and growth, how they manage to start and successfully grow their business through the years. We hope our guest experiences will help you save time and money in your business. We are really excited to be the leading podcast in this field, the CEO Society by Frostech. Thank you for joining us. Let's get right into today's show. everyone. Today we have Alex Vivi, who is the founder of Yoga Mutt. They are a wellness brand that supports the community and rescue animals through small acts of kindness. At Yoga Mutt, they teach body yoga and vinyasa power flow. And as a personal trainer, Alex teaches online circuit training. Recently, she launched an online streaming service called Mutt's Fitness that houses many of her flows and other class type that she developed called Vinyasa Strength. So for all the audience that have no idea what words like vinyasa mean, we're going to need it in practical terms, Alex. But first and foremost, welcome to the show. How is it going? Thank you. It's great. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for being here. Can you give us a recap for people who haven't heard from you before what your story is and what does Yoga Mutts do exactly? Yeah, so um, I live here in Nashville. I started Yoga Mutts about two years ago um, after I was certified in booty yoga. And booty yoga is a court, the, the actual class structure is like a corporate owned um, class structure. And it's like a mix between power yoga, primal movement, um, cardio burst. It's a very, it's kind of like a dance party on your mat. It's really fun. So I got certified in that. And my husband kind of encouraged me to kind of step out of my comfort zone and go teach. Like I'm certified. I got to go teach now. Right. And so I started teaching for free in our local park in East Park here in East Asheville. And we just open it up to the community for others to come and join for free. Just so one, I could get practice and to, you know, share this space with others because I think it brings a lot of positive, like a lot of positivity to people's lives or it can. So once I started teaching, it kind of just got me thinking a little bit about the structure of current yoga studios with, you know, what I want to see in a, a yoga studio. So I feel like a lot of times there are you know, yoga studios can be a little bit more affluent. They're a little expensive. There's not always, and this is never going to be across the board, the same for everyone. But sometimes there's a lot of the same type of person that goes there. And so I want to figure out a way to create a space that brings together all different types of people because yoga has helped me so much in my life. So I just, that's my goal is to create a space that's attainable and accessible to more diverse group of people rather than just uh, affluent status of people. So that's kind of like the thought behind yoga mutts. And obviously mutts are dogs. We have five, <laughs> five rescue dogs that live here in my house. And we would always bring our dogs to the park with us when we taught classes. So that's kind of how the name came about. But all of that being said, it it's really just, it started out with me just teaching classes. And now it's grown into kind of a a merchandise brand. Um, we're in a process actually of trying to acquire a physical space um, so that we can maybe be opening up our own studio in the next year or two. Who knows? But it's growing. It's changing. It's, it's a lot of work where you don't really know which way you're going sometimes. 
Definitely, that sounds great. And you mentioned something about the, the dogs. So I wanted you to share a little bit more of insights in how do you rescue animals and exactly what, how do you do it? Yeah, so we have, it started out with two dogs. I had a dog, then I met my husband and he had a dog. So we got married and we had two. And then somehow we've just acquired three more. So our first dogs came from Nashville uh, Humane Society here in town. And then the next dog we just found um, in a little rescue called Fayetteville. It's Lincoln County Animal Rescue, I think is what it was called. So all of ours have really just come from rescues, except for our last one, Coach. He's a bull terrier that we actually got in February. And one of the rescues that Yoga Mutts actually works with is called Middle Tennessee Treasures. It's out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and they're a dog and cat rescue. So we've done a couple like donation classes for them. Anytime I set up at a like flea market or a, like a market or something like that, we'll have some of the uh, adoptable dogs photos on display for people to see. Well, they contacted me one day and were like, hey, do you want to take a dog home? And I was like, I've got four. Absolutely not. And all of a sudden, they just sent me this photo of this really cute little white bull terrier that unfortunately had been mistreated. And I was like, well, I guess he's coming home with me now. So right now it's been, hopefully we don't end up with any more, but you never know with us. So yeah, so we just like to work with local rescues. That sounds great. That's, that's great that you're so involved with the community because it goes like hand in hand with what you're doing in your business. In your experience, have you ever had any client that touched your heart or something that has changed your practice because you work with a lot of people in the community? Yeah, actually, just recently I had um, one of my students really kind of give me a compliment that just, it really touched my heart. So obviously working in the fitness industry, a lot of people are kind of just like pushing weight loss. They're pushing, you know, you must be working out for a goal. Like you must look a certain way. And a lot of times in yoga, you have a lot of very slender, flexible people as kind of like the celebrity status. Well, like that's not who I am. I'm five foot two. I'm, I'm very strong, but I'm just, I'm not going to ever fit those molds. And one of my, my students came up to me and she said, you inspired me to wear a crop top. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, you know what? You're kind of built like me. And I see you wearing a crop top with like confidence. So I just figured why not? And like, as a woman who has struggled with um, weight, who has struggled with society's influence on expectations for how I feel like I should look, like that was huge for me. Like that's the goal of Yoga Muts is to bring diverse group of people together to like really kind of push everyone in a positive direction. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So can you walk us through some of the numbers around the business? Uh, for example, number of people that attend your classes or any numbers that you're willing to share with us? Yeah. So it's kind of funny. When, so when I first started, like I said, I was kind of just going to the park and I found our local Facebook group and I would message on there and be like, hey, anyone who wants to come, just show up. And so we would have anywhere between no one to like at one point we had like 15 people in the park and it was awesome and so it kind of fluctuates on more private events um, but I also do independent contracting through other studios in towns as well so I'll have you know depending on the studio again anywhere from like five to 15 especially right now with COVID we're in limited numbers but if we didn't have restricted numbers those could go up to like 30 something like that however many could fit in the space but I've actually recently started back up the outdoor classes because what I'm seeing is, you know, a lot of people aren't ready to go back to their gym right now. They're 
a little ca more cautious on that front, which I totally understand. So we go to the park so that we can appropriately social distance and people feel more comfortable having that kind of airflow. So once I started back up, I was like, oh, you know what? I've been in business long enough. Like, I think I can start charging for this, right? So it's $10 a class. And we started out the first week with seven people, I think. And then last week we had like nine. So, you know, it's pretty good considering, you know, 10 bucks a head for, you know, a yoga teacher. But I've definitely seen like an increase in at least like my class numbers have kind of steadied now. It used to be like, well, maybe someone will come, maybe someone won't. And I feel like as I've kind of grown my presence in the community on Instagram, things like that, I've definitely seen um, my numbers start to like mellow out. So there's not as much fluctuation, which is great because I just means I have like more returning customers. Thank you for sharing that. I'm very curious about some lessons that you can share with our audience because you have been someone who started from basically zero and, and first certifying yourself. So what, what lessons can you teach people who are in that stage that they don't know if they should start a business, they have some type of skill, what would you recommend them? I would say yoga mat is still growing. We're still a little baby. We still have a lot to learn. One of the hardest things that I'm running into, particularly also being a female, is knowing my worth and not being afraid to ask for it. You know, it's like I have this certification. I'm very passionate, passionate, and I'm a good yoga instructor. Now, I can charge what I think I deserve to be charged, but I would always feel a little scared in the back of my head, like, oh, well, I don't want to lose this opportunity to get this client. Like, I don't, you know, what if I don't ever get anyone? What if they think I'm out of control? Like, <laughs> At some point, like there's someone else in this business who's charging this fee or they have these prices and people pay them. So why not you? Fear, I feel like has held me back for a little bit and I'm kind of starting to like break through that. Thankfully, I have a really great support system who's like, why, why, like, why are you not charging this? Because our, our whole mission is like to support community through small acts of kindness. I was really bad about kind of crumbling to that fear and just never charging anything. And I was like, oh, well, well, we'll just do it. It's good for the community or, you know, whatever. And it's like, that's good into a point. And then at another point, you have to at least try to make a little bit of money, right? <laughs> um, or it's really not a business. So I think especially for females, it's like, okay, really sit down, figure out your pricing, figure out what you're worth, like what, and then like, what product are you offering? And this is something that I also kind of still struggle with. It's like, I, my mind can jump from, you know, okay, I'm making t-shirts today. I'm, I'm building out this class. I have an online fitness platform. How do I market? And like, how do I streamline my, my like time management so that I'm effectively pushing all of my products. And if one product really isn't serving the purpose that I need it to, maybe, maybe just let it go. It's time to let it go. So I think being efficient in figuring out what you're offering and then push that forward. And especially as you, if you don't have like product products and you are more of a service-based person, that can be a little bit more hard to nail down, or at least that's what I've kind of felt. But like I said, we're still a baby. We're still trying to figure it out. Like That's great. Thank you for sharing that. And if you could turn time back, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? Oh, man, 18. Let's see. I was in college. And okay, so it's hard because, you know, everything that you've done ha has got me to this point in my life. But I'm an entrepreneur. I've learned a lot. 
but it's kind of funny because when I was college, I went to college for um, environmental studies and then I left college and went and got my master's for sustainability here in Nashville. But there was a point in time in my college career where I was calling it my midlife crisis at the moment. And literally it was me saying, I don't think this is for me. Like, I think I need to just go be a personal trainer. That's what I like. That's what I want to be. And then I was like, okay, no, I've made it this far. You need to finish college. But like I get out of my master's degree and then I go through four years of corporate employment. And now here I am back as a personal trainer and as a, uh, as a yoga instructor. So it's just kind of funny is like, I know that I learned a lot around, along the way that's definitely made me more like able to achieve the goals that I want to today. But like 18 year old Alex knew something already, you know, she, she knew it in her and she, I just kept trying to push through. So I don't know, maybe crazy ideas don't necessarily seem that crazy, but I'm not sure if that really answers it. No, definitely. Yeah. So, well, we were talking previously a little bit about the crisis that we are on right now. We're recording this as of July 2020. So I want to know some of the things that you have learned during the past couple of months. Oh, man. So here in Nashville, it's a little wishy-washy, to say the least. It's, you know, for a while we shut down completely. We had all of, like, we were quarantined for... It was like two to three months and then we started opening up in phases and specifically gyms and like fitness locations were in our phase two so right now we are at half capacity everyone has to be i think it's like 10 feet apart from each other and then everyone has to wear masks in the buildings but once they get to their mat or to their space they can then like take off the mask i think how do you, you even know how to plan for this it's one of the things that's been really inspiring is like how people have rolled with the punches. So, you know, a lot of people went online and I was, as soon as I kind of got cut off from any of my work at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, what am I going to do? I've lost my identity. Like I was just lost. I think a lot of people were feeling that way, but having an online aspect has been just like a huge, huge wake up call because at least I never would have expected something like this to happen in my lifetime, but here it is. And it's literally shut down at least three yoga studios in the national area that I can think of. And so as much as I want my own brick and mortar studio, because I want that physical person to person connection, business wise, having like backup uh, revenue streams, I think is going to be key. So somehow offering my students Okay, yeah, if you want to come here in person, person, great. But, you know, already having my hopefully soon-to-be studio set up in a way to record the classes as they're going and then upload them to an online platform so that there's always going to be options. So we're already set up, should something like this happen, to just flip the switch and everybody goes live. And you still get to stay intact with your, like, community. Because I think more than anything with yoga studios and, like, um, small, more, like, intimate gyms, you're building a wellness community. People go there not necessarily because they want to spend 115 bucks a month, but more because they like they know the teachers, they know their friend that puts their mat down next to them. And so it's like, how do you keep them all engaged? Should something wild and crazy come out of the blue like this that literally nobody could have seen coming? So I'm sure that everyone's kind of taking that same lesson away from it, but we're trying to start now and then build into the brick and mortar space. Yeah, that's so helpful. So, well... Working towards wrapping up, if you could have dinner with any three people that are alive, who would it be and why? 
Oh my gosh. I would definitely say I'd like to have dinner with my dad. He passed away in 2018 and he was an, he was like a serial entrepreneur for his whole entire life. And even if the business didn't necessarily, you know, work really, really well, he always made it work for our family. So I feel like I kind of draw a lot of my inspiration from him as I move forward in this like path of entrepreneurship. Who else? This is so, oh, oh, I would definitely have um, dinner with Cher. I love Cher. She is like mine and my family's favorite singer <laughs> and she's so fabulous and she's like the OG feminist. So I love her. Absolutely adore her. And then I also have to say, ooh, Stevie Nicks as well. Definitely Stevie Nicks. I'm a huge, I love music, huge music influence and I just love Fluid Mac and Stevie Nicks and, you know, they're not really connected too much to business, but I just would love to talk to them. <laughs> that's okay. No, that's super helpful. So other two final questions. Best book ever. Ooh, so sticking with the fitness industry, I actually just finished the book, This is Big by Marissa Meltzer. And it's so great. I really enjoyed it. So what it was is a, um, I won't give any spoilers because I think everyone should read it, but it chronicles the life of Jean, I believe the way you pronounce it is Neat, Um, She was the creator of Weight Watchers. And so it kind of like counters this autobiographical um, story about Jean compared to Marissa, who's actually going through Weight Watchers at the same time. And it comes to this really great ending of realization of like, your weight doesn't define you. And even if you think it defines you, look, look at the end. So great, great book where you're, you're in it and you're in it and you're like, yeah, like I could do that. I could totally do this at the end. You're like, I see what you did there. You, you wrapped me in with like weight and I was there. And then you were like, drop the knowledge bomb of like, no, you're not your weight. You're definitely not your weight. And you don't need to define yourself by the number on your scale that's awesome and then the final question what is one tool that you love it can be something physical an app for example siri i do use siri a lot but honestly like i love instagram i instagram has helped me reach so many more people and i feel like you know I, i'm almost in the past now with like tiktok making its way to the front of the lines but there has been a way for me to kind of just break out of my shell talking to my audience getting practice marketing myself and my business i think it's been a really great learning tool and a great way to practice like okay is this working is this not working um so i i love instagram <laughs> that's awesome alex this has been great what is the best way for people to find you online uh, you can find me on Instagram. So it's Yoga Mutts, Y-O-G-A-M-U-T-T-Z. And I'm basically responsive on that all the time. Okay, perfect. We're going to have all of your links here in the description for everyone to follow. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. That's it for today. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the CEO Society podcast. Stay connected with us directly by visiting www.frostech.com. Or you can also join the discussion on Instagram at froztech underscore US. If you would like to be a guest on the show, please head to www.froztech.com slash podcast slash apply. 
Who is Froztech? We are a technology agency that helps you from website development to SEO services that help your business rank number one on Google. If you would like to reach out to us, please fill out the contact form on our website. We are always just one email away from helping you grow your business. Don't hesitate to contact us. Don't forget to subscribe and review our podcast to stay entirely up to date with new and exciting episodes that will help you launch and grow your business. And if you have any questions for future guests, please leave them in the comments. Until next time.